Would you like a glass of water? What? From the tap? Yeah. What? What's wrong with that? Man, that stuff will kill you. Hello and welcome to the Three Views podcast, the podcast where Michael, Paul and Simon sit down and discuss things that are true and real except for this one time. Boys, today we are discussing conspiracy theories. Dun, dun, dun. I'm excited. I'm a big conspiracy theorist myself. I am definitely not. Yeah. So I like gonna be Googling good. conspiracy theories. Okay. I wouldn't say I believe any of them, but... All right. No, I quite enjoy them. It gives you a new look on life. You start questioning <laughs> the very nature of reality. So, boys, what do you reckon? Do you reckon we'll actually have three views on something today? Absolutely. No. No, no hope. Well, I reckon two different views. We've got already. a chance. All right, so that's three. You're on the fence. Boom, yes, no we've done fence. it. Come on. Give us a like on the Facebook page. Thanks for, for the coming. Thre- first actual episode with three views. Three oh. views. Well, look, if you you have been following us for the last little while, you've known that we we're on Twitter and we're on Facebook. We want to encourage you guys to keep interacting with us. And for those of you who've met us in public and had a chat to us about the podcast, look, we're loving it. It is so good. Yeah, super stoked with the public interaction. I hate my fans. It's encouraging. I've got many fans <laughs> and I hate ball. them all. Yeah, I just, I'm not a big fan of public recognition. Just at all? Well, I'm actually a huge fan, but you know, whatever. Yeah. It pretends he isn't. Yeah. So before we actually dive into today's content, uh, Simon, how would you feel about telling us about your week? My week. <clears throat> <laughs> Oh, that basically says it all, doesn't it? Well, did the voice break or something this week? Or? <laughs> Just like you, Paul, um, closely following behind your eight weeks ago puberty. That you yeah, that's right. Day. Yeah, eight seconds ago. No, um, my week has been brilliant. Doing a lot of wedding planning. A lot of wedding planning. We're basically going to have the whole wedding planned by the end of July. Wow. <laughs> Dude. then have nothing to do until December. So that'll yep. be sort of nice. I asked a few people their opinions, like Jordy and Jazz. I asked them, mm. do you reckon it would be a good idea for us to just get it all over with or will we be bored for the rest of the six months? And they're like, no, get it done. Yeah, okay. So we've been on top of it. We actually uh, spent a couple of hours yesterday choosing all the songs. We've made oh, a playlist yeah. for background music, playlist for the dancing, playlist for the ceremony. Chosen the processional, recessional, everything. It's so good. It was like... I like that song. Do you like that song? Yeah. Okay. Recessional pick. Done. You're of one <laughs> mind. That's quite good. I mean, I imagine that wouldn't often be the case in this sort of scenario. No, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Usually it's the family members that throw the spanner in the works. Yeah. Well, it's what's well, so great. No. I was going to say it's great that you have no family. But you've got an <laughs> abundance of family. Way too much family. It's not great that anyone doesn't have family. We apologize for that. Paul. Yeah. yeah. Needs to be a bit more conscientious. Really sorry about that. So, boys, conspiracy theories. Uh, I reckon the first one we should kick today off with is about uh, the old Elvis Presley one. Elvis. Okay. Now, for those of you out there... Is this the conspiracy theory that he was a Christian or the conspiracy (laughs) theory that he's alive? Well, avoid that one. But for those of you who are out there who don't know about the Elvis conspiracy theory, uh, the theory goes that actually Elvis didn't die. He's still mm. alive. This is Elvis Presley, not any other Elvis this you is might know. This true. Yeah. Uh, the reason why people think this, uh, a couple of people say that they have seen him around. Yeah. Um, I'll leave that up to you. That has nothing to do with the true. multiple Elvis Presley lookalike contests that happen every year all over the world. Shh, don't so, ruin the illusion. Yeah, that's right. The other one is that on his gravestone, his middle name, as 
all Elvis Presley fans will know mm. is Aaron. Yeah. On his gravestone, double A. Yep. On his birth certificate, single A. Oh, wow. So, um, the old switcheroo. Of course, it is not He's a possibility a that anyone ever made a spelling mistake. I mean, well, let's no. get that. I mean, that's a stupid thing. It's more likely uh, that he was never buried at all. That's true. They yeah. reckon he's still out there and kicking. Uh, Paul, What's what do you kicking? reckon? What do you reckon? Uh, look, I don't really agree with the. I think he's dead. I don't really agree. I don't really agree <laughs> with the way that they, people just think he died a very normal death. Um, the guy consumed upwards of about 16,000 calories a day. He used to have like bacon and peanut butter sandwiches and just lie in the bath. My, my <laughs> conspiracy theory is he got so huge. He got so huge that. Um, he ran out of bacon and peanut butter sandwiches whilst mid-bath, couldn't move, was sort of wedged in there by his own mass and just ate himself out of existence. <laughs> he literally disappeared. Like a snake eating its own tail. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, that's my theory. I think that's a fairly solid take on it. Okay. Yeah, look, as a, a semi-medical professional, mm. no. No way in the world. Education's the enemy. themselves. Yeah, they can. What do you reckon, Simon? You're a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever eaten yourself? Or? <laughs> I would know I'm a nurse um, <laughs> I think Elvis is in Hobart I mean where else would you go? True Where else would you go on the face of the planet If you wanted to not be Just a get out of star anymore A yeah. Greek island or I, No I, Africa. Think, I think he's in Hewenville somewhere Somewhere in yeah, down the growing marijuana <laughs> <laughs> Down at the old apple and marijuana farm <laughs> Uh, guys, you see, if I, if I, and I, look, I personally, I'm not convinced that Elvis is still alive, but if I, if, if he was alive and I was Elvis, I would make sure that I was ev- at every Elvis lookalike contest oh. in the world and win just to see how yeah. it goes and lose. I reckon he'd lose. He wouldn't win. There was no way in the world he'd win. Or not what these, it'd be great. Not these days. Didn't they say that Charlie Chaplin ran third in a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest? <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. Well, my, my take on conspiracy theorists... That is might that, be a conspiracy too. Well, I doubt it. But I think the underlying principle with conspiracy theorists are not that they're like keen campaigners for the truth. It's just that they're like contrarians. So they're like, if, yeah. every, if everyone believed that Elvis was still alive, you would see like thousands of domain names in the deep south of like freaking Texas or somewhere being like, elvisisdead.org or something like that. <laughs> or that's what they'd be campaigning for. Not because it's got anything to do with the truth, just because they love chafing people with it. Yeah, it sounds it's like somebody plausible. I know, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, fellas, the next conspiracy theory. This is a bit of a a, a loose wire. This one. Mm. Uh, if you've ever watched Doctor Who, they did a did an episode where they they had this in there. But it's been around for a while. The old reptilian humanoids oh. that could actually controlling the world. Oh, that actually makes a little bit of sense. Well, it'd explain your face, I suppose. Oh, geez, that's a bit much, <laughs> Simon. It would explain your lack of compassion. Well, so this one, this one comes from a book written in 1999 by David Ick. I hope he said his name right. Mm. Name right. Well, you didn't David say right, Ick. right. So <laughs> it's probably wrong. So the name is probably up in the air too. <laughs> uh, David Ick or Ike uh, called the biggest secret of the book that would change the world, mm. uh, where he explained that most of the world leaders, uh, including quite a few of the U.S. presidents. Uh, we're actually shape-shifting reptilian humanoid beings from a different planet who start wars. Okay. They're responsible for the horrific events like the 9-11 and who promote fear and hatred in order to gain power. Sorry, you just told us that this book was written in 19... 
1999. 99. And they're somehow 9/11. responsible for 9-11. But anyway, I, I, it's the, a conspiracy theory. The it's, thing it I love time. about this guy is that he's called his book, uh, what, what did he call it again? The Biggest Secret. The, the, the book that will change the world. The thing that I love about it is that A, we only got onto this guy by Googling conspiracy theories <laughs> and B, you don't even know how to pronounce his name and he's <laughs> so like, true. this is going to change everything. He's like, no, 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 it didn't actually change anything. What do you reckon, Simon? Reptilian humanoids? Definitely. Yeah? I've always sure. suspected. It's quite, I mean, it's quite intuitive, isn't it? It is. I mean, you can sort of, in certain people, you know, in the, in the media, you can sort of feel the vibe. If you, if you pause every 15 frames on the TV, yeah. I think there's actually an image of one. Kevin That's Rudd. what I've heard. Humanoids. Slowly weaving their way into our, into yeah. our minds. Um. I don't, I'm not sold on the idea. If you ask, if you were to say to me that like there was a, a humanoid up there, so like some sort of reptilian humanoid covered in scales, determining my every move, that there's like a bunch of reptiles walking the uh, walking the streets around me, that's just not something I could accept. If they were marsupials, absolutely giant possums, big. I mean, they've got pouches. I'll believe that <laughs> every day of the week. The thing is that they're shape shifting. Ah. So it doesn't matter what they are It can be whatever they're like But if their base character is a marsupial You reckon it's more likely than abso- a reptile well that, I mean rep- reptiles, are, that's just a dumb notion rep- Marsupials Now we're on to something What do you guys reckon about the old school Stargate? Uh, Love it The, the, the Gua'uld Snake like creature that just controls yeah. people Rather than actually being something else It's what like do you reckon? A, a parasite Yeah, like a parasite it's Like a symbiotic relationship And them being like the ones that control the power Yeah, I, I quite I find that idea quite compelling Because, I mean, in Stargate It's all, I mean, it's quite obvious There's like a patch in their stomach And if you, you know You can just reach in and grab it out If it was like a tapeworm Or something that you got in a, oh, yeah. a dodgy Like a McDonald's burger That had been the Bay Marie For like four hours or whatever If that was how you got it Then there's just no doubt like that is, now that we've thought about it and it makes sense, it actually must be true. So you reckon that all McDonald's exist as a breeding ground for, yeah, for interstellar the reptilian overlords. overlords yeah. who are slowly injecting their way into That's human it. population. Maccas are the reptiles, KFC are the marsupials, and it's on. Ooh. It's just absolutely on. <laughs> there you go, folks. A good reason, if you ever needed one, not to eat at Maccas or Hungry Jacks or KFC. Well, look, I've got one last one here. The old... Aliens at Roswell. Okay. What do you guys reckon? I'm going to defer to you on this, Simon. I, you know. I don't know much about Roswell. I oh, think really. the premise um, is that it's like a, a little, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like a, it was, just, it was just like a secure American military base. And they said oh, there was like a, yeah. then there's evidence like in the, in the form of, of photography evidence. that they had a alien oh, up on a surgical o- table. Autopsy. Yeah, that's oh, right. Of an alien that looked very much like E.T. Very much, yeah, big egghead and yeah. stuff, yeah. So the, the story goes like this, fellas. Uh, a ranch manager by the name of Mac Brazel uh, came across <laughs> some debris on his property, on his ranch, yeah. uh, of, a, of a crash in 1947. Mm. Uh, he didn't really know what to make of it, so he called the local authorities. And that very same day, uh, Roswell Army Airfield uh, sent out a press release uh, that said oh. that a flying disc was found. Ooh. But then later retracted it. As you would. Uh, and the US military told everybody that it was a fallen air balloon. Wow. Of course, retracting any statement like what, that. What date was this? Was this April Fool's? Like some <laughs> guy, right. the weather balloon's gone down. Let's make everyone think it's an alien. That's right. No idea. I, um, I personally think something far more sinister 
um, than an alien ship crashing and being lied about by the army or the air force happened. I think, and look, this is a shocking and it's quite far out there. I think the U.S. military are trialing disc-shaped weather balloons. That was exactly my thought. Yeah. It's well, a conspiracy theory yeah. in within a conspiracy theory. That's right. That's good. See, the conspiracy theory is wow. not that the, the Air Force covered up the alien ship crashing, but that the alien ship crashing was a cover-up pro-top-secret military organisation which they were developing flying disc-shaped planes. As just to get the weather, though. <laughs> they wanted to be the, the best at getting the weather, I think. The US. Yeah, the yeah. disc, well, the disc balloon weather. Well, they wanted everything. So, yeah. Yeah. It was 1947, yeah, so I think it was like Cold War. Yeah, I, I needed to know how cold. They needed to know how cold it was. Well, that's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> I it was like, stuff the space race. Where This is the weather race. They were, <laughs> they were 15 more minutes up to date than Soviet the Russia more. the whole time. Well, that would be really important because like, you need to know when the snowstorms are coming in, mm. in Russia. Yeah, so that way you can front. be like, just dominate with like snow thermal yeah. attacks. And all those idiot Russians, 15 minutes behind the times, they wouldn't have packed a coat. Yeah. No way. That's right. The Americans weren't going to get caught in the Russian winter. Fellas, <laughs> 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 so, do you know any other uh, conspiracy theories? Well, I think I've worked out the entire uh, reptilian overlords oh, thing. Good. I've actually oh. been doing some thinking while we're talking about that last one. Is this one. Your, uh, your wise saying for the week? Well, yeah, I suppose, it, I suppose it probably will be a wise thing because I'm, I'm just about to tell you about, I'm just going to give you the key to human existence. Good. Come Ooh, on. Love okay. it. Let's have this. So here we go. If the... The council has spoken. We cannot allow you to continue this episode. 